Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks with Tam and Renee. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with Tam and Renee. I am Renee, she is Tam. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Tam. How you feeling? I'm great. How are you, Renee? <laughs> you know what? I'm doing fantastic. Did you have a good weekend? Weekend was great. Happy belated Mother's Day to all our mothers that are listening. Absolutely. Happy Mother's Day to my mother and all your mothers. Yes. Renee, you have more of, of an eventful weekend than I did, so I'll let you talk about your weekend. Yes. Real quickly, before we get into some NASCAR talk, uh, guys. I was in Arizona this weekend, uh, Scottsdale specifically. I had five shows, five great shows at uh, one of the uh, comedy clubs there in Scottsdale called The Comedy Spot. One of my favorite places to play. It's a small club, Tam, but fits maybe about 100 people. But uh, the people there that just come out, they're just fantastic. And uh, all the shows were great. It's, it's always a great time to go to Scottsdale, Arizona. I always have a good time. I get to see friends as well that came out to my shows. Made it back home safely just in enough time to do some NASCAR talk with Miss Tam. Yes, and Renee, even though he was all the way in Arizona, he did get a chance to watch most of the race. He didn't quite get a chance to watch all of it because he had to prepare for his show, but he watched most of it. So we're going to jump into some NASCAR talk. We were in Kansas, the talk of the town. The talk of NASCAR Nation is the crazy, fiery wreck that occurred with Eric Amarola and Joey Logano and Danica Patrick. Before we even dissect the accident, how about your guy, Martin Truex Jr., who came home with the win? It was pretty intense. But he came home with the W. Yeah, he sure did. Now, I certainly didn't see Martin Truex Jr. winning that race. But congratulations to the 78 and his team. They pulled it out. They they snuck in there and did what they had to do at the end of that race to win it and take home the checkered flag. Um, neither one of my guys won, not Kyle Busch or Denny Hamlin, for that matter. But you know what? Uh, congratulations to Martin Truex Jr. What a win. Well, it was pretty crazy. And... We tweeted this from our Twitter account. How about the end of that race where Ryan Blaney just pretty much got schooled? I think you're right. I think he sure did. Just I mean, one of those things where, I mean, you could throw like he's young and maybe inexperienced to a certain extent. But uh, I, I just think Martin Truex Jr., just more of a veteran at driving and he knew what he had to do. And I mean, he literally sped away from everybody. Renee, it's funny because... He did get schooled by Martin Truex Jr., but he also got schooled by Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski yeah. because Ryan Blaney was leading. Then Martin got him on the restart, and he was in second. Next thing you know, Harvick and Keselowski pretty much was like, move over, young boy. We got this. <laughs> So Ryan Blaney was schooled, but he was our pole winner, which is crazy. The young guy showed up. He hasn't showed out yet, but he definitely showed up. Right. Because not only was he our pole winner, he won a stage. Yeah. And he came home with a top five finish. Granted, 
he should have won considering that he led so many laps and he was right there towards the end. But a top five finish is not that bad. Yeah, it really isn't. And I listened to his post-race interview and he wanted to sound a little bit upbeat because he did have a top five finish, but you could you could tell he was really disappointed that they didn't win that race because you know he wanted to win that race. And I'm sure he did, but you could hear the disappointment in his voice. I was disappointed for him. I guess we have to talk about this accident. Renee, before we started recording, I mentioned to you that I've been mentally drained the last two weeks. I am a NASCAR fan, but I will go out on a limb and say, A lot of fans, including myself, have been mentally drained. The accident last week with A.J. Allmendinger took a lot out of me watching him pretty much upside down. And then this week, the Eric Amarola accident really completely drained me. I was at the track at A.J. Allmendinger's pit box when that accident occurred. That was a little bit different than watching it at home on TV. But watching this accident at home on my television, I'm just at a loss of words. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm really at a (laughs) loss of words. Yeah, so you know that that really has emotionally kind of moved you to the point where you're, you're speechless. And I certainly wouldn't take anything away from you with that being said, because I'm watching that that accident unfold. And it's like my mouth was open, almost to the point where my jaw was hitting the floor. And a part of me is, and I'm sure you were doing this too, Tam, is trying to figure out how was it that Amarola ran into Joey so up so high like that? Like, cause you would think that the pit crew would tell him to go low, but regardless of, of what was being said or what wasn't said or whatever the, the case was, it certainly seemed that after the fact of watching in that in so many different camera views, it, it seemed as if maybe Eric just hit some debris and, and his car didn't allow him to go down low to, to avoid Joey at all. And regardless of what the fact is, that have to have been one of the worst accidents I think I've seen in my day as a NASCAR fan watching NASCAR, whether it was live at a track or watching it on TV. And that, Tam, is, and I don't care who you are, and I don't care what sport you like, you don't ever want to see a wreck like that in NASCAR. You just don't. I was at Daytona, I believe, two years ago when Austin Dillon got in that really crazy accident. It was the year they brought back the number three car, and that was crazy. But watching this accident unfold, I don't know how to explain my thoughts. That's what's really weird about it, and I think that's why I'm so emotionally drained. Like, I watched the replay a couple of times. We actually posted the video on our Instagram account. So I watched that at least 10 times. The accident was just weird to me. And more importantly, it was a fluke because you would have thought that Joey Logano would be the one who was hurt as opposed to Eric Amarillo because Joey got, yeah, Joey got hit Mm -hmm. twice. And then looking at Danica's car afterwards, that was just amazing to me that she she walked away. She jumped out of that car as soon as it stopped. Yeah, but when you look at Eric's situation, like it was just weird how the back of his car got airborne and kind of lifted up a little bit. It it was just weird. I don't know how to explain it. Regardless of what part of the car 
Eric Amarola got damaged or smashed. Nothing can come close to even trying to figure out and explain the fact that they had to cut the top of the car to get him out of. That's never a good scene. Whether it's NASCAR on the track or it live out in the streets wherever you live, that's just, that's never a good sign, Tam. It, it just isn't. As we know now, because we've been updated by the team, by Richard Petty Motorsports, he suffered a T5 vertebrae. A compression. Break, yeah, it's a compression along fracture. Those, yeah. yeah, compression. And basically, uh, yeah. and, and for those of you listening uh, to our podcast, uh, first of all, we thank you for listening to us each and every week. We certainly appreciate your support in case you're not, you know, medically inclined to know exactly like what that means. It basically means a compression fracture is where your body has gone through some kind of torqueness where your body has compressed almost like a um, an accordion almost. Does that make any sense? And then it just compresses together. Yeah. And it, it compresses the bone so badly and so much that it, it, it actually literally fractures your vertebrae. And the good thing is, is that uh, if, if there's a, is there a good thing of that? And there certainly is a good thing is that he was still able to move his extremities. And that was the most important thing than anything else. Just real quickly, we brought up Joey thinking that he would be the one that got hurt. I do want to applaud him though, because he was very, very concerned, even when they were talking to him about the race uh, or about the accident. He was very concerned about Eric Amarola. And, um, and I thought that that said a lot about his character. And despite what you say, or not you in general, but despite what people say about him and, and what a horrible driver he is and this or that, he literally was concerned about Eric's uh, well-being at that moment. And, uh, and, it, and you're right. It was a complete fluke. It looked like maybe a tire blew or something. And it just, it took out him, Danica, and Eric. And uh, he really, really was sorry. The ironic thing is, he was, what was it, two years ago now, or has it been three years? He was involved in the accident where they had to airlift Denny Hamlin mm -hmm. to the hospital, and Denny Hamlin suffered the back issues. It was not Joy's fault. Unfortunately, apparently something broke off on his car. It was just a fluke. But I appreciated the humility that yeah. Joey showed. Because Joey gets a lot of slack. And we've even referred to the little smirk that he has whenever he's talking. But he was visibly he was. shaken. His voice. Now, Danica, on the other hand, I felt that something was a little bit off with her conversation um, after she came out from mm -hmm. getting cleared yeah. by medical. I, I mean, I guess I don't know if we should go into it well, now look, or maybe wait look, later we, in the show. We can show. wait till later when we talk about Danica because we, because we, you know, okay. Tam, we, we do have some things that we want to talk about Danica and, we, and we'll talk about that later and we'll just talk about that all together. In the meantime, we should really definitely go over that, at least the top 10, so we can round out that top 10. Okay. Top 10, Martin Truex came home with the win. And, you know, that was very interesting too, because I don't recall him mentioning anything about right. Eric Amarola in his post-race press, well, not, I can't say post-race press conference, but immediately when he was in the winner's circle, I don't recall him mentioning anything. I mean, I guess it's tough. It's kind of one of those situations where you won the race, but a fellow driver, you don't really right. know what's going on. So that's tough. But nonetheless, as we know, Truex won the race. Brad Kozlowski came in second. Kevin Harvick, third, Ryan Blaney, fourth, Kyle Busch, fifth, Kyle Larson, sixth, 
Daniel yep. Suarez. Hey, Daniel. Seven. Jamie McMurray, eighth. My man, Clint Boyer, came in ninth. Another top 10 finish for him. And Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain came in 10th. Yeah, How about, about that? Some notable names I would like to mention. Ricky Stenhouse came in 11th. Not too shabby, but I would have liked to see him get a top 10 considering he seems to have been on a roll lately. Junior, as in Dale Earnhardt Jr., came in 20th. And Jimmy Johnson came in 24th. And Junior and Jimmy both were still on the lead lap. They just didn't perform as well as fans would have liked. And while we're talking about our top 10, because Truex won the race, it kind of mixed up the standings a little bit. But not too much because Kyle Larson is still leading in the standings, which is crazy to me. Considering Martin Truex just won his second race of the season. And not only did he just win his second race of the season, he's won five stages. And I believe that's more stages than any other driver. So how is it possible that Kyle Larson is still leading in the standings and he's leading Truex by 44 points? You start looking at these stage points and the way NASCAR has it now, and you're just like scratching your head. If you're, if you're just like me and Tam, you have to be confused, right? To, to understand why trying to understand why Kyle Larson is still in first place. I'm, I'm literally scratching my head, Tam. Well, we'll see how it all plays out towards the end. So Brad Keselowski is in third, and he's 67 points behind our leader, Kyle Larson. Chase Elliott, who has not won a single race, is in fourth. Jamie McMurray quietly is in fifth. Kevin Harvick, sixth. Kyle Busch, seventh. Jimmy Johnson, eighth. Joey Logano, ninth, and my man, Clint Boyer, hanging on to that 10th spot. How about that? that? Hey, Clint. So that is our standings, our points leaders. You know, we talked about Dale Jr., and we'll have to talk about him again because that's just what we do. I think we kind of have unofficially given him a segment (laughs) on our show each week, (laughs) ever since he announced his retirement. Junior is one of, I, I love Junior, that's one of my guys, but Renee keeps yeah. up with Junior. So what's I, going you know, on in Junior's uh, he, world? He's, uh, obviously, he didn't have a, the finish that he would have liked uh, in Kansas, and uh, I'm, I'm sure he was disappointed. And his whole team must have been disappointed. I can't stop thinking about you know his decision to retire this year. And the last two races have been overshadowed by really the big wrecks that have happened. I can't stop thinking that in his mind, it has to keep playing over that he made the right decision just because of what's been happening. And it's like, I, you know, he's probably looking at those wrecks going, you know what, this, 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 is, this is solidifying my decision to retire just that much more, the, the right decision that I made. I don't blame him and I don't blame him. And that is exactly why I think, like we said, we were going to talk about her, but Danica is, is pretty much, I wouldn't be surprised if she announces her retirement soon. Renee, ironically, I thought the same thing about Dell Jr. When I saw the accident, I was like, yeah, Dell's happy that he's retired. But it also made me start to think about yep. who's next. And I posted on our Twitter account, will Danica be the next person to retire? But it also made me start to think about Ryan Newman, Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson. All these guys are... Yeah. 40. 
40 plus. Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch. You know, I don't think Kyle Busch is going to yeah, retire I don't see anytime that soon. Either. He's got too much fire in his belly still. He's got a lot of fire. Yeah, but the option is true. there, it's, it's on the table. I think that we're dealing with something that NASCAR is not going to be ready for. I do think with the retirement of Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards, it sparked something. I think you're exactly right. I think it is kind of started something. And to see just Dale Jr. just up and retire like that. And uh, I'm, I'm in the belief, t- Tam, that, that Danica is going to be the next one. She, she's going to be the next one. I just, you know, she's had a frustrating season already. And if you saw like when she first hopped out of the car and then they were walking both her and Joey to uh, the back of the ambulance, it was very visible that she was very upset with, with Joey. I mean, you could see her going off on the guy and He's like trying to tell her like, hey, you know, I mean, you can see his, you can see his demeanor and his mannerism, his body language, like, hey, what, what do you want me to do? It wasn't my fault, which it really wasn't his fault. You're right. It was a fluke, but she's just frustrated. She, and I mean, you can just, I mean, I mean, it's just like wreck after wreck and bad finish after bad finish. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like I'm speechless just talking about, just talking about it. Well, you're not the only person who believes that retirement is on the horizon with her. I posted on our Twitter account a simple question and a poll. Question was, sounds like Danica Patrick will be the next driver to retire. What do you think? And 72% of the people who voted said yes. 11% said no. And 17% said another driver will first. I think Danica is headed towards retirement. And we we mentioned this at the top of the show, but just kind of jumping into her comments after the the accident, she didn't really show any concern for Eric Amarello, which had people on Twitter livid. I mean, if I went through some of the comments, people were upset with Danica. They felt that Danica did not say anything nice or not that she didn't say anything nice she just didn't show any concern for Eric and that rubbed people the wrong way I was a little bit more alarmed with even though they say she didn't have a concussion her conversation to me was a little bit weird but maybe I just don't pay attention to Danica and she's always (laughs) like that I don't know know. it actually really is possible so you know, when it comes to Danica, and look, we've talked about it before on our, on, on our previous podcast, Tam, you know, she has so many things going on behind the scenes, uh, and then maybe possibly thinking about, you know, maybe having a, a family and, and having children. It's, it's like, it's there, it's in the cards. I, I certainly do believe that she, she will be the next one to up and retire. I just wanted to quickly read mm-hmm. some of the comments, like, we also, or I guess I did, because I'm the person who does the tweeting most of the time. I also tweeted, listening to Danica talk about the bad luck she is having is heartbreaking. And some of the comments we got, I was like, oh my God, people on Twitter are just mean. One person writes, and this was Brandon um, Gower. His username is at GowerPower25. He actually responded and said, L-M-A-O-O, as in laughing my ass off for you that are not millennials and don't understand that type of language. But he pretty much wrote, laughing my ass off, but if it was Kyle, y'all would be calling him a crybaby. <laughs> uh, that's not true. 
somebody else wrote, she just sounded like Danica, me, 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 I, 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 mad at everyone and didn't seem to care that someone was hurt. Quit crying, hashtag woman up. And that was actually from a woman. Wow. <laughs> that was from user at Tina. How about that? With that. I think Wowza. that's how you say that. Yeah. So Tina said Danica needs to hashtag woman up. <laughs> I never heard that term no, but before, I like it. but okay. <laughs> well, woman up. One person that maybe not needs to woman up, but needs to man up some kind of way and, and get his luck on better track is Mr. Chase Elliott. What's up with the number 24 there, Tim? I don't know what's going on with Chase, but I will tell you one thing. Chase bet not mess around and let Ryan win a race yeah. before he does. I would just really be disappointed. Not, I would be happy for Ryan Blaney if he won a race, but I would be very disappointed if Chase actually let Ryan win a race before him. I, I don't, and I don't know what his deal is. Uh, I don't know what he goes through mentally, but uh, I mean, and 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 let's talk about that mishap on pit road there. Uh, I mean, what a bizarre event that was. <laughs> I don't know if it's Chase Elliott's fault or if it's the spotter's fault. It was just weird altogether, but I, I don't know who to blame for that. But I will say he needs to do better. He's the chosen one in my eye. Yeah. But maybe Ryan hangs out with Dale Jr. And maybe Chase Elliott needs to hang out with his teammate a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. Maybe he needs to jump on a cycle and go cycling with Jimmy and, and Dale. Yeah, he needs, well. Because, you know, they're all into the biking. He needs to do something because uh, he's got to change that luck around because it seems like he's there. I mean, obviously, he's he's in the point standings uh, way up there, but it's just, it's almost got a quietly there. I can't call it, Renee, to be honest. All I know is that Chase better win a race before Ryan Blaney. Now, Kyle Larson has already won two races. You know, not this year because right. he won but one last year, one this already. year. Yeah, you're right. But remember, we had our whole thing last yeah. year was who would won the race first, Kyle or Chase. Yeah, I remember that. Kyle quieted us yeah, he sure did. when it came to that. But it's like, okay, now, Chase, you are a second-year driver. Ryan Blaney is a first year, and when I say second year, I'm talking about cup. What is the problem? Yeah. You a Hendrick guy. Let's get it together. Exactly. But I have faith. Well, if nothing else, if the chase started today, Chase would be in a chase because he's quietly still in the top 10. Yeah. So very interesting. So I guess we should talk about some hot topics. What's going on in, in NASCAR? I, you know, I don't recall hearing anything about the ratings for Kansas. Yeah, I, which I, is don't, interesting. I don't think I uh, but saw the anything stands, as far as rating for Kansas either. Yeah, the stands were packed, it looked yeah, like. it looked like uh, they had a really nice uh, turnout there. I mean, uh, as far as what I could see. And like I said, I, I, as far as the race is concerned in general, and from what I saw, I enjoyed the race. And uh, and actually, and though I, I didn't get to see the entire race because uh, of my performing, what I did see and and the attendance of what I saw, I was I was pretty much pleased with uh, with with everything all around. Not with standing the the, the wreck, of course, but um, you know I think uh, uh, the wreck itself just kind of put a damper on everything. But uh, overall, everything else I thought was I, the race was fine, and uh, I thought the attendance looked great. I don't know what to say because I don't have the attendance right. record. <laughs> 
what else is going on in NASCAR? Uh, well, there are some hot topics specifically about marijuana, and I will uh, kind of explain marijuana. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain this, Tam, real quick. It's uh, it, it, it's it's probably not what you think, uh, and for you listeners out there, it's it's not exactly probably what you think. But I'll explain this. And basically, what happened, Tam, is a driver by the name of Carl Long who hasn't driven mind you, since 2009, because he was banned back in 2009. And and the reason why he was banned, and I'll kind of set this whole thing up, was uh, he initially, in a race in that year, uh, was was fined at that time by NASCAR, which which is the largest fine ever in NASCAR history, which was $200,000 for having uh, an illegal engine in his car at the time. Now, Long, who was also the team owner as well, didn't have a, a, a very big budget to pay that fine. So he wasn't he couldn't he couldn't pay it. So they banned him, Tam. They they banned him. I guess apparently NASCAR at some point, figuring he would never even pay it because he couldn't, they reinstated him. So he had the the 46, that was his car. That was Long's car, the 46. And he comes out. And the problem was, is that the sponsor that he had on his car was the problem. It was apparently NASCAR officials noticed that uh, his sponsor was a Colorado-based marijuana vaping company. And obviously NASCAR had not, this hadn't been approved by NASCAR. So now NASCAR officials are looking at this car going, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here? So they, they, they had to get him to remove it. Now he's still... He still raced and he started last. But I mean, it's 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 the fact that he had a marijuana based vaping sponsor on his car, which caused just an uproar. Now, I don't know what your your thoughts, Tam, are on marijuana in general, but I think when it comes to NASCAR, they're not ready for any of that. And for Carl Long just to come along and just Flat that on his car, thinking that nobody was going to notice or nobody was going to have a problem with it is crazy. I mean, you know, here's a guy who hasn't raced since 2009, Tam. And then your first race back, you're, you're going to do that. That's, see, that's what, that's what blows my mind about, about instances like this. Renee, I have to agree with you. I don't, I don't smoke marijuana. I don't have a comment as to whether or not it was a proper sponsor. But there's just some things you just have to use common sense. Well, you should always use yes, common exactly. sense. Why would you do yeah, such I a thing? I think you hit it right on the nail. I think you just have to, it's common sense. That's the word. And apparently Carl Long doesn't have any because it, if, if I'm. Well, I can't, we, we shouldn't say he doesn't have <laughs> we, any, but are, clearly the people around right, him. Exactly. It, it's, it's so funny because I think. In in general, Tam, if I'm going to, if you're going to ban me from from a, a sport, and obviously I haven't played the sport, obviously because you banned me from it for whatever reason, because I I, I broke broken the rules or something, I'm not going to come back when you reinstate me and allow me to play or participate in whatever sport it is. I'm not going to come back and have some kind of something that's so controversial yes, that's the last basically. thing I, that's the actually that's the that's the first thing i want to avoid is controversy so i want to come out smelling like roses why not have a sponsor of, with puppy dogs by petsmart i don't know something but de- definitely not something controversial is that and, and what, what whatever your thoughts are on marijuana itself uh, for our listeners i could care less either way it's just that 
you know, the point here was he could have used common sense. Yeah. I don't know if you read up on this, but I vaguely remember also reading something. There was some issue with some marijuana being grown or something by one of the tracks. Oh, um, I didn't. I kind of saw that in a post, uh, and but I didn't get to read the article, Tim. But uh, yeah, I vaguely kind of read over that, but I didn't know exactly what that was about. We'll find the article and post it on our website. By the way, have you guys checked out our website? We do have a website. It's www.allturnsnobreaks.com. So make sure to check it out. Each week we do a series of link backs where we link back to the most talked about stories around NASCAR Nation from other outlets such as Fox Sports, NBC Sports. I believe that article about the marijuana is from the Charlotte Observer, who actually does a really good job when it comes to stories that they're on track, but they're off track, meaning that not every single one of their stories is a recap of the race. Like they really do some investigating reporting. And also, I don't know if I gave him a shout out, but Jordan over at SB Nation, he also does a really good job with stories because you know, we're in the NASCAR space and we read almost every single article. Unfortunately, we didn't really read the marijuana article, but we are aware of it. And sometimes it just becomes redundant because every story is the same story. For me, I like to get just other things like what's going on with NASCAR, whether it's attendance, whether it's sponsorship, it's more to NASCAR than the drivers. Obviously, the drivers make NASCAR NASCAR, but I like to read about other stories, whether it's finances, things of that nature. And I think the Charlotte Observer does a great job covering that kind of stuff. They don't post often, but they do post, you know, some pretty good stories about that. I think that's pretty much it of any magnitude that's going on right now. Everything is about Eric Amarola. I guess we can move on to Renee's favorite part of the show, as well as mine, which is predictions, predictions. as well as our fan comment of the week. Before we jump into some predictions, let's look at our fan comment of the week. This comment comes from a user who posted on a NASCAR Reddit board. He simply posted this. Machine Gun Kelly is performing after the All-Star race. If NASCAR wants to draw more fans, it needs to have artists like Drake, Justin Timberlake, our future. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that Justin Timberlake will ever perform at a NASCAR race, but I'm there if he does because I love Justin Timberlake. So I like a little JT myself, Tam. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, he could very well perform because, you know, JT actually gives you a little country. He's a huge Johnny Cash guy. You know, he's I believe he's from Tennessee, right? He's from yeah. Memphis. I, I wouldn't see a, yeah, pro I so wouldn't see why a problem. Not? I mean, it's um, viewers in the newer generation that they want to try to hit. So why not get somebody like JT? I don't know. But Justin is kind of like that. Justin is old yeah, when you I mean, think now, about they, it. Because he was from yeah, the boy band era. Then he right. was a solo. I mean, it'd be I, one know, thing if they, they said know. Justin Bieber, because then I could go, okay, maybe not Justin. But JT absolutely could pull that off. Now, Future, what is he going to sing? 
Percocet and Molly. Uh, what's the song? Molly so, something Percocet. Something like that. I don't <laughs> when I went to Talladega, I was staying in Atlanta. I was just driving up to and from every day. And that song came on the radio. And I was like, wait, isn't Percocet some type of pill or something? I am like clueless when it comes to drugs. I'm going to date myself. I'm from the Nancy Reagan era where Nancy said, just say no. This is your brain on drugs with the fried egg. And they cracked it yep. and put it in a skillet. That was it for me. I don't know anything about well, drugs. I vaguely know what Molly is. But yeah, so future is not a good look for <laughs> for NASCAR. At least yeah. I don't think. Drake, on the other hand, could be interesting. But Drake is too far up the NBA's ass to even consider yeah, any other sport. True. But I'm sure anybody would perform if the yeah, check absolutely. was right. Just really quick, somebody actually suggested Kendrick Lamar at the 500 would be, you know what, I'm not even going. Well. No. I've seen Kendrick Lamar perform a couple of times. Oh, wow. No. Right. He's a great performer. Now, but yeah, Kendrick Lamar and NASCAR. Well, I will say no. this. I've seen Kendrick Lamar perform a couple of times and I actually thought the actual opposite. I thought he was fantastic. However, however. He's fantastic, but he's not a NASCAR exactly. performer. That's exactly what I was going to say. However, I just don't see Kendrick Lamar performing at a NASCAR event and that going over at all. Just, But you know what? I will say this, Tam. I remember that when we were at the Fontana race, before the race began, and the, everybody was out on the, the track and everybody was out on the field and, and by the garages. Remember that they had a DJ that was there and they were playing a bunch of hip hop and a, a little bit of EDM music. I remember that the DJ was playing and I was thinking to yeah. myself, wow, that's so weird that they're playing that because I'm thinking all the older fans got to be going, boy, times have sure changed. There's a DJ here. They're playing hip hop music and, and whatever that other music is. <laughs> well, they also had a DJ at Talladega who played a good 15 minutes before yeah. the race. And yeah, I was grooving. I mean, it's just it, different it really times. I, I'm i old school, but the reality is, like, Justin Moore is performing again. Like, hello. One of the things when Clint, when I did my interview with Clint Boyer, he was asking me if I knew all these country people. Like, I knew Dwight Yoakam, yeah. you know. But I was like, nope. Country music, no disrespect to anyone who's listening who loves country music, but that is a very isolated type of music. And I'm and I'm a worldly person, so I'm speaking in regards to the world. I never heard country music in yeah, no other well, country. I don't even hardly hear it in America. Now, granted, we live in Los <laughs> Angeles, but country music is something that's very just well, specific. I don't want to say it's specific well, to the I South. I tell you what, you're right. I, I guess because uh, I'm from Texas, as you all know, and if you don't know, now you know. And uh, being from Texas, it's uh, almost the law that you you listen and you like country music. And I personally like country music. Uh, I don't listen to it all the time uh, because obviously I'm so wrapped up into my EDM music right now. But yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it can be an isolated type of music, but uh, you know what? Uh, I, I certainly do enjoy listening to some country music every once in a while. Okay, Renee likes country. Exactly. Tam doesn't. Uh, a couple of more comments I do want to read okay. before we get to our predictions, because I found this one to be funny. But somebody was like, um, Denny Hamlin loves Future. 
I know lots of old NASCAR fans who hate rap still, LOL, as in laugh out loud. Good for Denny. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Future. I just don't, the message in his music is a little extra. Somebody actually wrote, and I know this is not true, but they said, tell them Mark Martin loves rap, especially Gucci (laughs) Mane. (laughs) Oh, now here's somebody I can stand behind. Somebody says, bring in Gary Clark Jr. I am a huge Gary Clark Jr. fan. I've actually, I've seen Gary Clark Jr. perform twice in the last six months. I actually just saw him, I believe last month at a very intimate concert. It was a full concert. He definitely sung at least 15 songs, but it was an intimate concert that he did for Lincoln because he has a sponsorship with Lincoln. Gary Clark Jr. is the man. He, to me, and from what everything that I know about him, he was pretty much passed the torch by B.B. King. He is currently on tour with Eric Clapton, which that's just fantastic. gives you some idea of what type of artist wow. this guy is. I mean, Gary Clark Jr., I cannot say enough about him. But why he would be perfect is because Gary Clark Jr. gives you rhythm, blues, rock and roll, and just a little bit of country. And he was raised in Austin, Texas, baby. And when I tell you he strokes that guitar like nobody's business, like nobody's business. And yeah, I, oh my God, like I, that comment right there just woke me up because I love me some Gary Clark Jr. Oh, you know what's so funny? Because I actually, I could probably make that happen. Not that I have juice like that, but I know somebody who knows somebody. And I know his sponsors because I work with awesome. Lincoln That's sometimes. Awesome. Yes, to Gary Clark Jr. Another person writes, fuck yes, excuse me for cussing. And they wrote that in all capitals. And then another person responded to that comment and said, bright lights would be a sick intro song. Bright lights, big city. Okay, yeah, I can't sing, but that is the business. And then somebody writes, please, 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 please. Ten pleases. That is it. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I'm excited because if that ever happened, I would freak out. That's all you need to know. Like, I love some Gary Clark Jr. It can happen. Look him up. Look this guy up. Well, a couple of years ago, I tried to get Ron DMC on, and I mean, I contacted a couple of people at NASCAR. It didn't happen, and okay, I know you guys are like, hey, how can you make that happen? So DMC from Ron DMC is a friend of mine, Uh-oh. and Here we go. you name know, dropping. I've hung out <laughs> with them. Yeah, I did name drop, huh? But I kind of grew up around them, and... A really, really good friend of mine who's like a big brother to me, he managed Run DMC for like 20 plus years. And I just kind of been around them for many years, for 20 plus years. Any event, I can go on and on. One thing, one last comment somebody wrote, the F1 race at Circuit of America had Taylor Swift perform the night before the race last year. I'm going to give that two thumbs down. But I will say this, Rihanna performed last year or was it a year before last in Abu Dhabi for the F1 race? That must have been awesome and weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, no, Rihanna is loved worldwide. And somebody also writes, Elton John was the year before Taylor Swift at F1. Interesting. You read a lot of those okay. comments on the Twitter. <laughs> is that on the Twitter board? Oh, yeah. <laughs> NASCAR Reddit board. I mean, I can still go on and on, but I don't want to because I keep getting sucked in because now I'm reading. Yeah, I know. More You're, people I, talk I, about Drake I was like, I think you read about 20 comments already. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. But before we move on, Gary Clark Jr., baby. Okay, so let's move on. It's time for Tammy Renee's race predictions. Let's move on to predictions. That's right. Renee, we got the All Star race this weekend. Is that correct? All righty. All Star weekend, All Star race. You know what? I'm just going to go straight at it. And I'm going to say that Kevin Harvick is going to win that race. He's going to win that All Star race. And that is my prediction. If I can have a dark horse, I'm going to say Brad Keselowski might win that. Don't be surprised if you see the number two car win that race. Okay, so before I give you my predictions, the routine is very simple. I give you the past winners. I am going to give you the past winners for the Open, which is the race before the All-Star race. And if you know anything about the All-Star race there or the Open, there are three segments, 20 laps, and then the winner moves on to the All-Star race. There was a great video breaking down the all-star race because it's a bit complicated with the segments and who moves on and who's invited in the fan vote and all that. Google, that's all I'm going to say because I'm just going to jump straight into the past winners. So for the NASCAR Open, and I'm not even going to give you guys the past 10. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys the past five. So for the NASCAR Open in 2016, we had Kyle Larson, the young guy. We had Clint Boyer in 2015, Boyer in 2014, Jamie McMurray in 2013, and Junior, as in Dale Earnhardt Jr. in 2012. Now, the All-Star race, last year's winner of the All-Star race was Logano, as in Joey Logano. 2015 was Denny Hamlin. 2014, Jamie McMurray. You know, that guy, Jamie, he shows up and wins yeah. all the big races. Hasn't won a championship yet, but he has won all the big races. I think we briefly talked about it last year. So getting back to the countdown, 2013 was Jimmy Johnson and 2012 was Jimmy Johnson. Quietly, Junior, well, I can't say quietly because nothing's ever quiet with Junior, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a three-time winner of the NASCAR All-Star race. But guess what? He hasn't won a race since 1993. That's crazy. So Junior won the All-Star race in 87, 90, and 93. I don't even think he was running for Hendrick Motorsports in those years. Oh, that is interesting. interesting. And then Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Johnson is a four-time winner for the All-Star race. He won his first race in 2003. He won in 2006, 2012, and his last race was in 2013. My prediction... I'm going to go with Junior. Junior needs to go out like a champ. So I'm going to go with Junior as my pick and my dark horse. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Clint Boyer. To win the race? I, I, or I'm that your dark like horse? I'm feeling like I should go. I'm going to go with 
Clint as my dark horse and Jimmy, or excuse me, and Dale Jr. as oh, my winner. Right on. So there you Those have it. Those are her predictions. Those are my predictions. If you guys have predictions, let us know who you think is going to win the all-star race. You hit us up on our social media. Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram at Turns No Breaks. You can uh, look us up on Facebook. Look us up on our website. Like Tam said, we do have a website as well. And please hit us up. Let us know who your uh, winners are, who your dark horse is. We just gave you ours. We always love for you to guys to hit us up on social media. We like to connect with you guys and we like to respond as much as we can. You can find me across the board, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at It's Renee Garcia. Tam, where can they find you? I am Sincerely Tam. Across that is my the board. user. That's right. We thank you guys for tuning in. You can find us right back here next week again. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate, review us, leave a comment. That really does help our podcast a lot. Invite friends to listen to us. If they like NASCAR as much as you do and as much as we do, they will love our show. Please tune in each and every week. Be kind to each other. For Tam, for myself, All Turns No Breaks, a podcast for fans, by fans. We will see you here next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in with Tam and Renee. 